In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Friday. I'm here with Ian Wright, right, right. Ian, how are you, sir? Victory Thursday! So we're going into Friday with a nice, big first win of the season, everybody! Victory Friday! It's already Friday in Britain, right, buddy? It's, it's Friday here and it's Friday in Cleveland. Hell yeah, is the sun up yet? No, not yet, but it's been a long night. This reminds me of the win against the Jets a couple of years ago. Well, not yeah, so I, I'm not going to lie, Paul. I got the note that I would be able to attend the game. I was one of 6,000 in the stands tonight. I was also in that Jets game. Feels good. I'm driving home. I made a lot of sacrifices to get from Chicago to Cleveland to get to the game. You know, it was just, it was a good feeling of victory walking out of the stadium, even if I was only one of 6,000 fans in attendance tonight. What was the atmosphere like tonight? All right. So, you know, I know that JW listens. I know Jimmy Haslam has to listen because there's nothing better to do than to listen to the Paul Brown podcast. However, the idea of putting pseudo drums in between each row of seats. So, Paul, what they did is they took a white very strong, like a membrane. It was like a plastic membrane. They taped it at an angle from the back of the seat to the front of the seat. So everybody in the dog pound had a John Adams Indians like drum to pound on. Fantastic. Hat tip. The 6,000 fans in attendance. We heard you. The dog pound was crazy. You know, that, that's what Browns football is all about. And to be honest, I'm not going to lie, Paul. It was a very luxury-like experience. 6,000 people in a TV timeout. You could take a urine, you could get a beer, you could get back to your seat. It was fantastic. Hat tip to the Browns, hat tip to Jimmy Aslam, everybody involved, stadium operations, all of the people. We wore our masks, we rocked out, we came home with the W. I'm excited as you can be. Excellent. And how many Bengals fans were there, like, as a percentage? I would say there was under 100. Around me, I think I saw one, <laughs> one maybe. And he was in an Andy Dalton jersey, and honestly, he was kind of a Browns fan. But at the end of the day, I would say it was probably 5,895 Browns fans, maybe 105 Bengals fans. Well, we can do a deep dive tomorrow, me, you, Jack. But let's go with headlines now. Offense, out of 10, what are you giving it, in? Oh, they were at least an eight, you know, and – I think we talked about it in our uh, Ravens post game. Was the Browns had the ability to run the football? Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, absolute bleeping animals with the ball in their hands. The Bengals knew we were running the ball, and we put it right up the sphincter, right up the backside. The offensive line kicked ass. The running backs kicked ass. Baker looked good in the first half. I think he was eleven of fourteen. It was just offensively, Stefanski managing the clock, just 
night and day when you're not playing the freaking Baltimore Ravens. You're playing a team like the Cincinnati Bengals. You imposed your will. You kicked their ass, and they got some garbage time touchdowns. But at the end of the day, nobody in the stands believed that we were losing that game. And we'll get to it in the special teams. There was, there was a lot of cheering. Well, look, let's go defense. I reckon I went with 7 out of 10. Baker Mayfield's interception knocked it down a point, but let's go with eight for argument's sake. You know, the interception, as a person that had a little bit of money on uh, Browns minus 5.5, that hurt a little because we were just pounding it right up the sphincter, but he didn't see the safe. Oh, excuse me. That was a little Bud Light speaking there. He didn't see the safety coming over. He had the tight end wide open on the on the. Um, it was it was kind of a reverse post route. He was breaking back, cut across. You know what? I don't really kill him on that. I like him taking the shot. They were going for the jugular. I'm still sticking with an eight. Excellent defense. What are you going out of ten? Yeah, the defense struggled a little bit. I will say, defensive line. I'm going to give a. 6-2. Secondary, I'm going to give a 4-2. Defensive line, I thought, did a good job getting pressure. Unfortunate to see Adrian Claiborne leave the game with a hip injury. I hope that's nothing serious. Porter Gustin made some plays. Miles Garrett was just absolutely throwing people around at the line of scrimmage. Listen, for all of you people that said Miles Garrett wasn't making an impact in week one, believe you, he was absolutely crushing the Bengals' offensive line in week two. He had the strip sack that uh, Johnson recovered at the one-yard line. Miles Garrett was an absolute wrecking ball. And when we get our number two and our number three corners back, the Browns secondary may be legit. Money, Mitch, hat tip to you, buddy. You played fantastic. Yes, you're going to give up some catches. Had a lot of passes defense. Javier Thomas was clearly the person that Zach Taylor and the Bengals offense wanted to go after. But at the end of the day, the Browns held up. They bent. They did not break. Four in the secondary, six on the defensive line, my man. All right. Let's move on to the special teams. We didn't miss a field, a field goal. We didn't miss an extra point. Scottish Hammer, I don't think, did a damn thing in the second half other than hold. Nine out of ten. Mate, the kicks, though, were no, frustrating. actually, you know what? The kick coverage, you're right. Eight. Because our kick coverage sucks right now. Yeah. Um, what about the managers? You know, going for... Go on the one one yard from the goal line, going, running it every time or giving it to Well, they threw it on the one. Times. You know, I don't have a problem with that. In the third quarter, you're trying to go for the jugular. The Browns honestly did not have trouble running the ball, so I don't hate it. It's No, if that same situation happens in the fourth quarter and it's a closer game, I have a little bit of different of an answer. There's eight minutes left in the third quarter. You're trying to impose your will at the end of the day. I know everybody wants to play Monday morning quarterback. We didn't get it. We got him pinned down there. Miles Garrett strip sack. And a couple plays later, Nick Chubb punched it in. I don't have a problem with that. I thought Stefanski did a fantastic job managing the clock. Under two minutes and 58 seconds in the first half, giving the Bengals a limited amount of time, making them use their timeouts. Browns defense held him to a field goal going into the second half. I thought Stefanski did a wonderful job. I like the play distribution between the run and the pass. We opened it up in the beginning to kind of loosen up the run. And then when we needed it, Stefanski just said, baby, we're going to run the football. Nick Chubb, bang, bang, bang. Kareem Hunt, bang, bang, bang. 
ball game. Browns win. We've got a special guest on the podcast, your brother. Who is he giving the match ball to? Who's the game ball going to, Alex? Nick Chubb. There it is. Nick Chubb. And who oh, you give over it to? 20 carries, 124 yards, two touchdowns. It's hard to argue. With a 26-yarder on the final drive. What about Richardson? He was a bit of a rock today. Oh, he was. Honestly, Sheldon played really well. Uh, the Browns D-line, with four guys, they can cause a little havoc. I do want to see a little bit more. It was unfortunate to see OV down today. But at the end of the day, I think the Browns D-line is going to be all right. B.J. Goodson, some good coverage, some E. We'll get into the breakdown whenever I get to watch the replay. I watched it from the dog pound, so it was a little tough to see. You know, I was kind of getting an all-22 version, but I'm just going to tell you, Paul, that offensive line was blowing some holes open. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt were pounding, pounding, and pounding, and literally the Bengals just into submission. I mean, it was just, it was, it was a beautiful thing to watch. There was eight minutes left. The Browns decided, you know what? You, we're going to run the ball. We got the ball back with four minutes or a little over four minutes. Pounded it down. Kareem Hunt punched it in. All right, well, look, I'm super excited. It's a victory Friday. It's the win we were looking for. It's been far too long. Go Browns. Go Browns. Bring on the Washington football team. The Washington Red football team. Redskins. Friday.